How's it going everyone? Wayne the Unknown here, and welcome to another episode of Geekin' Out's Cosplay Con Talk, where we basically discuss everything pertaining to the cosplay community and conventions. Tonight, we're doing another segment of Get to Know That Cosplayer, and tonight's featured cosplayer is Magus House. How are we doing tonight? Hey, how's it going, Wayne? Magus House here, and I am doing alright. It's pronounced Magus House. Okay, just the way it was looking. Yeah, yeah. It's so... It's... It's a a thing that I had based off of, so that's actually a good question. Um, is is I got the idea for this handle off of some stuff that have been you know really close to my heart personally. Uh, some anime that I really love, uh, particularly uh, love Chunibyo and other delusions, as well as the Fate series. And the Fate series is really where the word is more used, and it is uh, and it is. Uh, pronounced as Magus in that series. Then there was also another anime that also uses it. So I don't know why people seem to have a problem pronouncing my name properly. Okay, well, thank you for yeah, the uh, thank you for the correction. Um, no worries. Um, so to start off with this, um, how long have you been cosplaying for? So my first cosplay was actually also uh, at my first convention at two in 2010. So about 11 years now. Oh, well, wow. Ten and a half. That's, uh, so you've been cosplaying for ten years now? Yeah. That's a pretty long time. So you've definitely seen your fair share of cosplays and conventions, I'm sure. For, for the most part, I've definitely seen my fair share of, um, well, one specific convention. Um, financial issues um, have... Have what? Um, okay. I have been attending the same convention for a long time. And what? Sorry, uh, sorry, you cut out there for some weird minute. Um, oh, yeah, it's, um, it's I was okay. saying. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, <laughs> uh, sorry, sorry. Uh, I was just saying that um, I have been to one convention uh, many times, but due to financial issues, have not been able to attend any other major conventions. And what's this convention that you've been attending for the past 10 years before COVID hit? I have been attending KomoriCon of Portland and Vancouver. I don't know um, KomoriCon was in Vancouver. I thought it was just in Portland. Oh, yeah. Uh, that, that's actually a fun story. KomoriCon initially started in Eugene, but the first year that it ran there, there was a lot of... of um, I don't want to call it backlash, but there was a lot of people who don't get it, um, making really disrespectful comments towards congoers and making everyone feel, in general, not welcome. That's so never, got to Portland. That's yeah. never. I, that's the one thing I think people need to realize is you should never, you know, make fun or bully someone or gatekeep someone who's enjoying their fandom, especially exactly. with, with especially with cosplaying. And that's mm -hmm. like you know one reason why I came up with this channel to to address everything pertaining to the cosplay community and cons um, oh yeah totally what was it like uh so i imagine you went to the one that started eugene or or the one in portland oh oh no i um i th that was info i had found out later um my first komori con was in portland in 2010 and i was still in high school at the time actually <laughs> um i was introduced to the concept of anime specific conventions by my best friend that i had met in high school 
and uh, through their help, uh, I was able to attend my first convention. Very and nice. it was a blast. It was an absolute blast. That was also the last year that it was in Portland. Uh, in 2011, it got moved to Vancouver due to increasing size. Uh, the hotel that I was being hosted at in Portland didn't have enough space. Oh, wow. So, it's... so it went to Vancouver for a few years. Uh, but then one year, one of the hotels that I was being hosted at in Vancouver was undergoing con uh, construction. Uh, I I believe they actually tore the place down or something. But um, after that year, they moved it back to Portland at the um, Oregon Convention Center. Nice. And um, for your first time going to a convention, uh, did you happen to cosplay anyone when you went? I did, actually. I uh, unfortunately don't have any pictures from 2010. Um, I did take pictures, but... This was at a time when I didn't have a whole lot of my own, like, tech. Like, I didn't have my own laptop or anything like that. So, the images just kind of got lost to me. <laughs> but, um, my first cosplay actually happened to be Neji Hyuga from Naruto. Nice. That's, um, Neji is... Oh, uh, Hinata's cousin, if I'm not mistaken, right? That is correct, yes. Okay. Did, did you do, like, the full, like, contacts and everything? Or what did you, uh, how'd you go about with, with him being your first cosplay? I was a high schooler who didn't have a job. So, I did what I could. I had a cheap wig and a cheap cosplay outfit. Uh, you know, uh, gotta do, gotta I start out somehow. Had, nonetheless, it was very well received, and... At the time, I was a little bit more oblivious than I am these days. But <laughs> nonetheless, it, it, like I could tell, I could still tell that the cosplay was being well received. Well, that's good. At least you know people were able to recognize who you were going as. So that's like always like you know a, a mm -hmm. good thing. I think when someone can you know, despite the the, the skill or quality of your cosplay, someone will be easily mm -hmm. able to recognize it. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of Hinatas that year too. By oh, the way. I. I... It's it was two thousand, uh, yeah 10. no I believe me. <laughs> I, I had a few friends myself who were into the whole Hinata stage back in high school because a lot of uh, girls could relate to her for some reason. Honestly, as far as as far as otaku girls, I can see that happening. Oh yeah no definitely um. I remember you know uh, when I was when I first heard about conventions I always wanted to go but never had the the chance to ever go but you know yeah um now kimori con and i've asked this with other cosplayers and their answers are usually the same who have gone to kimori con would you recommend kimori con for someone's first con if they're looking to go into a con convention in that area personally i do like kimori con it is definitely a very great con but at the size that it has grown to if you do go to it as your first con i recommend you go with someone else with you so you don't feel too overwhelmed because there is a lot going on and the convention center can sometimes get really crowded um so you know you just want to have uh make sure you have someone that can help you like especially if you have any kind of sensitivities to crowds uh someone that can help you you know just find some place where it's not as crowded and just kind of relax calm down but other than that 
Uh, yes, it is a pretty good con as a first con. Okay, so basically, like, try to go someone who's gone to the con before, so they know where where it's what. So you know that if you have like an issue or something, they can like, okay, let's go here, so you can calm down and everything. That is one thing too, but you know, it doesn't hurt to also bring someone who hasn't gone to a con. Just for the extra, just, gotcha. Just for the extra support, yeah. You just. It's mostly, you know, find someone that you feel comfortable with, um, so, because finding a spot where there's not a whole lot of people isn't that difficult. Navigating the convention center is, is pretty straightforward. Um, it's just more of, you know, someone who can be there to morally support you. Got you. That's, that's, that's a, that's a good thing to, uh, bring up for those who are, you know, curious about KomoriCon and everything. Um... So aside from um, so for aside from Neji Hyuga being your first uh, cosplay, um, who would you say your most memorable cosplay was? Most memorable? Well, I only have three to choose from, unfortunately. That's hey, that's perfectly <laughs> fine. You know, that's that's totally understandable. There's nothing wrong with just having mm -hmm. three cosplays. Yeah, um, but most memorable might actually be the second one that I was able to get, which was Kirito from Sword Art Online. Uh, main reason why I'd say that's the most memorable is um, I first got that cosplay in 2014, the year that three of the, vo uh, the English voice cast of SAO actually were guests at the convention. Um, so we had, like, Patrick Seitz, we had... Um, Stephanie Shea, and we had uh, Bryce Pappenbrook. So, respectively, those are Agil, <laughs> Yui, and Kirito himself. Got you, got you. And, uh, did you happen to meet any of them when you went to KomoriCon? I'm sorry? Did you happen to meet any of them when you went to KomoriCon? Ah, ah, yes. So, not sure if any of your previous interviewees have mentioned, but KomoriCon... When they bring guests uh, from the anime industry, and most conventions do this, they do. Excuse me. You're fine. They do host autograph sessions, so you can sign up to get an autograph from whatever member of the anime community that is the guest for that year. Gotcha. So that you know, you can have them autograph your merch or like your DVD case or blu-ray case most people do blu-rays these days <laughs> um and so i got to meet all three of them um there was also a q and a uh for the three of them together that was uh, that was held and this is this is one of the two main reasons why my kirito was my most memorable cosplay so because um during that q and a I was the first person that they called on to ask a question. And I had a bunch of questions in my mind, but knowing that I was the first person, like when I was the first person they called, I knew that I had to make this question count. So my question was for all three of them on the panel. And I basically asked if we were to skip the part of the story that showed the romance between Kirito and Asuna, who do you think Kirito should have ended up with? And that was met by a resounding ooh <laughs> in the whole room. 
everyone was slapped in the face by the question, mm. by the by the sheer courage I had to ask that question, and the answers were pretty funny. <laughs> I imagine that took some serious balls to uh, ask that question, though. Oh, we're allowed to say that word. I was I was avoiding saying balls. Just, it, just well, it's safe. it's it's you know I try it's to I, I try to keep like the cursing at least out of this kind of stuff. But I feel like that's like mm -hmm. a word that people use generally because balls can you know yeah. mean more than just <laughs> one thing. And and also saying balls reminds me of the SAO approach, but not getting into that. <laughs> no, that I feel like I, I feel like something like that would be for something that's for my other geeking out episodes it's not related to this but mm -hmm. um so when you go to kimori con uh for oh. those who go to like you uh like i previously asked um any other advice you'd like to give about kimori con for first time con goers like who are just like wanting to go to their first con mm -hmm. so first time con goers um i want to advise you know don't get too wrapped up in everything that's going on you need to find your pace before you try to try everything so my first con i didn't even realize that panels were a thing i was just enjoying the environment and following my friends around because my friends had been to cons before so i was and i mean at that time i was in a mental position of not being confident enough to be going around on my own and i was also only 16 so i just stuck with my friends who were older oh yeah it was was i 15 either way it doesn't matter <laughs> um so i didn't do any planning ahead and honestly for your first time it's better for you to just you know discover things as you go along don't put too much stress into it because this is this is a, a thing that you're supposed to um you know you're supposed to just bask in the moment you're supposed to enjoy the time and yeah attending panels and getting autographs and buying merch are all of course really fun enjoyable parts of a con well of course but when it's your first con trying to look at all of that all at the same time can be overwhelming so it's best to just Figure this stuff out as you go. That's that's a really good answer, and that's some good advice. Uh, now I know with COVID, a lot of cons mm -hmm. have been canceled, and oh yeah, and I know I've seen that you know Komori Con is trying to at least have their con happen late this year. You know, fingers crossed, everyone wants to get their vaccines and everything, so people can mm -hmm. attend cons again. Do you have any upcoming cosplays you like to share? You know that you would want to show when cons come back. Um. I have co uh, cosplays that I want to do, but due to the financial blows of COVID, not sure if I will be capable of doing. Um, but I don't mind sharing which ones I want uh, that I wanted to do. Um, two different cosplays come to mind of ones that I have vocalized that I really want to do at some point in the near future, and those would be Archer Emia from Fate Stay Night and Bon of the Seven Deadly Sins. Nice. That's I've I remember um, seeing like a few cosplayers cosplay him. Uh, one memorable cosplayer seen on Instagram goes by the name of Leon Chiro. I'm not sure if you've mm. heard of his. He does. If you look him up on Instagram, his Bon cosplay is spot on. 
Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Finding finding cosplayers who who fit their cosplay just so perfectly, it's awesome. It is. I I, I admit, like seeing that is just so cool. But at the same time, to anyone who feels like they can't cosplay a character that they don't fit, don't even worry about it. The a good majority of the cosplay community is pretty accepting about that because I mean we all are very different like i myself i'm not particularly like fit i'm not fat but i do have belly fat and so you know i'm not exactly quote unquote bond material aside from my height and but i still want to cosplay him because he's a really rad character and there's also other motives but <laughs> specifically to to clear to clear that to make sure no one makes any negative assumptions. The other intention is that my cousin, who attended KamoriCon with me once, and didn't cosplay, doesn't cosplay. He specifically said that if I cosplay Bon, then he will cosplay Meliodas. Nice, and I will so have to say this: yeah. if you guys do cosplay, that you have to recreate the scene when Bon and Meliodas meet for the first time again. Oh yeah, that, that, I, I, th I think I think I know what I think you know what scene I'm talking about. Oh yeah, <laughs> Cap, <Yeah>! Jen. <laughs> it was so that scene was hilarious. Oh, it definitely just, was. Just, patty cake, patty cake, destroy this building. <laughs> Uh, but I'm sure you're I'm sure you're looking forward to going back to Conzo once you know you know everything clears up and we get the okay to, from the from the conventions who have to get the okay from you know the CDC and everything that like you know mm -hmm. you'll be happy to go back. Oh, definitely. So for me, going to these conventions is a little bit of therapy in a sense. Um, just because it it helps me feel like I'm part of the community where normally I, I don't get to have that feeling and it helps me to feel can feel more connected and that that sometimes can be really important to me because if I don't get that opportunity then I tend to keep building up stress I, I, so, I get that you know, it's been it's been stressful for a lot of people with due to covid lately especially with mm -hmm. you know the cosplay community and those who are wanting to go to their first con like i've i've seen other states have conventions and i'm just like and, I, and, I, and they're wearing masks and everything but it's like it doesn't really seem fair to other you know conventions that can't do that because you know they want to make sure hey we have the clear to do this we don't want to open it and then you know have the guidelines and then someone gets sick and they know we have to shut down again like yeah yeah it's it's very it's it's very off the cuff kind of stuff like that um they're basically uh they're basically saying like we don't really care if if people here get sick uh is is sort of what that kind of activity suggests yeah no I, i'd rather be told you know i mean i know certain places will probably have that okay yeah you guys come to come but just know a whole lot of people you can't come and you're gonna have to wear a mask and there are so many cosplayers that you know some of their cosplays you know we can't even fit a mask around so it's like mm -hmm. either you have to pick a different cosplay to 
have the mask or just, you know, not go at all, which, you know, to each their own, you know, if you want to go to the con during, you know, this time, look, that's, that's all on you. If you don't want to, that's, again, that's all on you. Just be safe mm-hmm. is all, if you plan on doing any kind of get-togethers for uh, for cosplays or anything like that. That's all I have to oh, yeah. stay on Definitely always be safe when it comes to get-togethers. Um, and and then one other thing that that's also a bit of a bummer when it comes to wearing masks with uh, relation to cosplay is that there are a lot of cosplays where the most identifying features are actually on the face via face paint and that brings me to my uh like yeah like like dobby for i was gonna say like for example a really popular one is dobby from my hero academia you have to uh paint like your chin area yeah i've seen quite a few dobby cosplayers with a mask because that's completely shut down and that brings me to my next question. Have you ever done face painting for any of your cosplays before? I actually haven't. Um, mostly be- because um, th- uh, the cosplays that I've been doing um, were all characters that I relate to. And that's not to say that I don't relate to characters who's, who have specialties on their face. It's just... There are other characters that I leaned more towards and that were more affordable for me at the time. Um, Being a cosplayer while also being financially unstable is a difficult, difficult thing. And there's nothing wrong with, you know, being a cosplayer on a budget. Like, I feel like if, you know, you're, you're, you're doing, you're, you're, you know, cosplaying for the first time or, you know, you're, look, you're starting cosplaying, you know, it's... It doesn't hurt to budget yourself, and I'm sure, like, I've asked other cosplayers, um, would you say thrift stores are your best friend when it comes to starting out cosplaying or getting into cosplay? When it comes to building your own cosplay, definitely look at thrift stores. I, myself, like, didn't know where any thrift stores in my area were that I could look at, so that's something that you'll have to look into. But not only thrift stores, but even just, like, big names stores too like uh, on the sense of like like walmart for example like that's a big name but not a big like clothing brand so you can go there and if you feel like you'll find something feel free to just go there and buy something because like my third cosplay is a very excuse me was a character that's probably that he's not from like a really big name anime this was actually my first like I'm forgetting the word for it, but, you know, not highly recognizable character. But after completing this cosplay, and this was the first one that I kind of just threw together, as opposed to just buying from a store, I was really satisfied with it. I wasn't, uh, I didn't get to put it all together to the level that I wanted, but what I had, I was satisfied with. And, um, and basically all I had to do for this character was I bought a white button-up long-sleeve shirt from Walmart, I found some black slacks, and then I commissioned a wig. And I really liked it. Oh, and I also got some prop glasses. Nice. Yes. When you're you're throwing together a cosplay, definitely uh, hit up any stores that you can find that might have something of value to you. Because you'll never know what you'll find. 
Just, you know, I can't argue with that. Mind sharing what that uh, cosplay was that you did? Yeah, it was Io Otonashi from Achikochi, uh, otherwise known as Place to Place. I have never heard of that before, or nor the character. I am not surprised, as I as I mentioned, he's not a very it's not a very height series, but it's a series that I absolutely love. It's like when I watched it, it immediately shot up to the top of my list of um, slice of life romantic comedies. Um, it's an anime that actually came out in 2012, but um, it's basically about this group of five friends getting into crazy antics in their day-to-day -day life, and two of the characters in particular both have quote-unquote unrequited love for each other. Or at least one of them we know does, and then and there's Eo, who we think he does, but we don't ever actually get his inner monologue, so we don't know. Got you, got you. But uh... it's, it's it's an adorable series, and I love it. I highly recommend. Nice. It. Um, we got about five minutes to go. Real, uh, real quick. Um, mm -hmm. do you have to happen to any con stories you like to share, or any cosplay stories you like to share, whether it be funny, whatever, kind of, you know, share your own experiences with and within the community. Hmm. Um. So that um. That actually brings me to the, that second reason of why my Kirito was my most memorable cosplay. That second story was actually um, that same year uh, that I did Kirito for the first time. There was an SAO cosplay photo shoot. And this was the first time I had been to a photo shoot. Um, and there was a bunch of people there. Like, like almost every character that had been shown in the anime at that point had at least one person cosplaying them so that was awesome there was even a sachi so that was great but um while we were all you know ha taking pictures and having fun the uh bryce pappenbrook actually showed up at the at the photo shoot when he was in between his panels nice. so we all got this like big group photo with the voice of kirito and I can send you the picture for the video, too. Like, it was so cool to, like... And I had already, like, gotten his autograph on stuff. And now I'm seeing him again, just casual, in person. Uh, <laughs> just hanging out with us. It was so cool. It was really fun. That's pretty cool. I think it's nice when, you know, guests for a con actually, you know, take the time out of their schedule, mm -hmm. busy schedule, to, you know, actually meet... Uh, meet with you know con goers around because you know not every cosplayer can you know pay to see uh, to get an autograph or a guest or the panels mm -hmm. are always full i've seen like a con i went to back in 2019 the room they had like the panel in was like packed so you, you couldn't get in there or and do really like sit or stand oh wow so you know i think that's pretty cool that the voice actor of kirito just decided you know to Get a yeah. get a, a big photo with all the uh, Sao cosplayers. Mm -hmm. That's pretty neat. Oh yeah, there are various um, voice actors that are really cool people. Like um, one other name I want to mention um, was Karen uh, is Karen Strassman. She is so wholesome. She is such a kind person. I won't go into details now because we're limited on time. We can save that for another. Oh episode, yeah, no, definitely. But... 
she's an absolute sweetheart. Um, but you did also mention one other thing that I want to touch up on was the paying to get autographs. Uh, the fun thing about KomoriCon, and this is one of the reasons why I do recommend it as your first con, is they do not charge extra for getting autographs. At least not for the first two autographs. So you can still get autographs without having to pay for it. You just have to be lucky to get into the line in time. Gotcha. And we got about less than a minute to go. Any real quick mm -hmm. tips or advice for anyone, you know, when it comes to cosplaying and going to, uh, to conventions? Uh, basically, just have fun is probably the biggest thing that I can say quickly. Don't put too much stress into it. It doesn't have to be perfect. If you want it to be at a certain level of accuracy, then that's perfectly fine. But don't expect other people to be cosplaying at that same level. Don't expect everyone to be as critical about it. And don't try to force your standards on them. Gotcha. It's all about having fun and enjoying the atmosphere. Nice. Thank you again, Magus, for being another featured guest on Cosplay Con Talks. Get to know that cosplayer. Yeah, thanks for having me, Wayne. And I'll mention it. Once again, I'm Wayne the Unknown. Thank you all for listening, and until next time, thank you for watching.